Hi, Kendall. Hey, Tanner's not here yet with my wine, so. Oh, shoot. Yeah, DoorDash doesn't deliver to my house for anything. That's Ooh. very inconvenient. <laughs> Let me introduce Kendall really fast. So I met Kendall when I was working in St. George at Forever Young Shoes at the Redcliffe Mall, and we became fast friends. I think we've talked every single day since probably 2013. Yeah. Wow. Is that right? Yeah, it is. Because I I started working there in 2012, and then we started talking every day like after you left. Yeah. Wow, you guys. Every single day. That's commitment. And she's surprisingly not sick of me. (laughs) For real, I complain a lot. Same, same. I mean, what else is there to talk about? Not happy things, (laughs) right? (laughs) Well, welcome everybody to our Bring Your Own Booze episode with Kindle. Hello. I can't wait to hear your stories. Tell us about it. When did it start? So this is going to be kind of like a compilation of different houses and not just my stories, but my siblings, because sorry, (laughs) my husband got me my wine. Thanks, Tanner. I can participate, right? So the reason why I'm telling a lot of the stories is because me and my siblings will hear the same voices and we see the same things. And so it kind of all combines. I think it all started... Let's see. For me, it was 15. We did live in the Highland house. So we lived up in Highland. We've lived in American Fork, you know, that area. My dad was telling me over Thanksgiving, we started talking about the house and we're like, yeah, it was a really creepy house. Then he told me, we've never told you guys this, but this is when I was in second grade. So he said he was walking in the garage and he could feel that there wasn't dirt underneath it. Oh. So it was like hollow, which is scary because you're like driving your cars on that. Yeah. So in the basement was like a, an apartment type suite Mm -hmm. and he was looking at the wall and he's like, there has to be something under the garage. Well, one of the wall panels, it ends up being a door (gasps) and there ends up being a room, but it looks like it was dug out. Oh, a previous owner or something dug out the room. He wouldn't even go all the way in. He's like, this is not okay. Freaked him out. It wasn't that I wasn't allowed to go in there, but because we had a nanny living there, that was like her area. So we never went in there. Yeah. But actually I hated being downstairs. And my dad told me too, that he actually had to go see a doctor for it. But when he would get to the bottom of the stairs, his legs would stop working. What? Yeah. So my three older siblings lived there at that point. Uh And it was almost like, like something was wanting him to not get to his children. Oh, that is so scary. Yeah. And my sister, because she was here for Thanksgiving and we were talking about it and she's like, I forgot about that house. And then she started telling me how she was so scared to go to the bathroom at night and it was by the back door and it was a back door that had a glass window and you can see out. Mm -hmm. And my brother's room was right there. And I remember him telling me a while ago too, that like that house scared the crap out of him because he would always see something in that window. Oh my gosh. It's the windows. Oh, I hate that. Just having something watching you. So it started earlier than 15 for me, but that's when I started remembering in like 2008, 2009 in what we call the ball fields house. 
I don't know. I don't know why. Just it was by Ballfield. Oh, it was by a Ballfield. Okay. Yeah. So we call it the Ballfield's house. Yeah. So my creepy story there was we had a dining room table and you could walk between the dining room table and a couch. And my little sister was sitting on the couch stands up, walks between the couch and the table. And I was on the other side of the table and watched what I thought was my little sister. So I call out to them and they didn't say anything. And I sat there for a second. I was like, I am home alone. Oh my gosh. So I ran out and got my dogs because I was terrified. How old were you? I was 15. So I think at that point I'd be like, Am I old enough to not live here anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really scary. And like this little girl shows up in everyone's lives up until three years ago. Not just at that house, but. Yeah, not just at that house. Like she followed us. <gasps> wow. In the same house with this little girl, my little sisters were having a sleepover downstairs because I used to see shadows in their room. They were terrified of sleeping in their room. Mm. So they were all sleeping downstairs and they had two friends over. And I guess around 2 a.m., they all woke up and looked over towards my parents' bedroom. And the little girl was standing right there staring at all of them. No. Okay, so was she? I always have a question about how they're dressed. (laughs) Well, because you want to put in like in a time period. Like, okay, who are you? Where did you come from? What (laughs) time did you? become a ghost <laughs> yeah. right. at what age yeah yeah exactly like nightgown or crop top and low-ride jeans Could you probably have? not the crop top <laughs> <laughs> I mean I guess if it was a little girl the likelihood of it being or was it like, like you know a play dress do you remember you like know? the frilly nightgowns yeah. you get? like the white ones that had lace and then they had like a felt bow in the front yeah yeah imagine when I think of a small child ghost like the little girls off of the Stanley Hotel yes yes yeah (laughs) yep okay that's okay that's what I would (laughs) the picture is painted everyone (laughs) (laughs) and you can move on Thanks. I don't know. I just remember the thing having long hair. Okay. Because my little sisters had long hair. We all have stories of seeing shadows and like things being turned off and on. My radio at night, it would just turn off randomly. I don't like that it can manipulate physical things. You know how like they say like Furbies are like possessed and haunted? (laughs) 100% every single one that has been manufactured is haunted. (laughs) I wonder if boomboxes are also haunted because didn't Brother Josh also have his boombox always turn off non by itself. Yeah, I think it did. Ugh. Maybe they're made in the same place for babies and boom boxes. <laughs> they have like a little wire called the haunted wire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Oh, no, that's okay. I enjoy At it. every sentence, we're like, hey, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe two hours later before this oh. is over. <laughs> okay, so my last story for that particular house was me and my friend, we came home from the football game or something. And I was walking up the stairs and my parents' bedroom was at the bottom of the stairs. When I got to the middle of the stairs, I hear my dad say, Kindle. So I stopped, turn around, me and my friend both turned around. And I said, what? And he wasn't even right there. At the time, my dad did not mess around. Like he wasn't a jokester. He was very serious about his sleep. So if he yelled my name, he would have been right there and been like, shut up. (laughs) But no, we went up to my room and then we were coming back down because we were leaving again. And my dad walks out of his room. So I asked him if he had called out my name earlier and he said no. 
So I was like, oh, so I heard my dad's voice. I don't like this. It's especially creepy where it's like mimicking someone that you know. Yeah. And it gets worse. Oh, it gets worse. Oh, my God. Yeah. With my dad's voice, it gets worse. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So then we move out of that house and we move into it's called the rental because we rented the home. I don't know why this is relevant. (laughs) It's just how me and my siblings like talk about (laughs) homes that we've lived in. So I'm following. So yeah, it helps categorize it. I'm following perfectly fine. Yeah. Well, and the ghosts followed too, right? (laughs) So so, um, in that house, I experienced footsteps on the roof because there wasn't an upstairs. And if you walked outside and you looked on the roof, there was nothing up there. And it was way too loud to be cat. Was there an attic space? Yeah. Oh, There was a tiny little attic space that my mom did find a really creepy old baby doll up there. What? But I always think that she would just like kind of placed it there and was like playing a joke on us. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, we're, we are in middle of watching Annabelle downstairs. Yeah. We're watching Annabelle. I've always been scared of dolls. I mean, their faces are sinister. Every single one of them. You know, I don't have a fear of dolls. They don't creep you out. That's why I thought Annabelle would be a safe option for us. (laughs) But I like like panicked like the first like five seconds in. So like she randomly turns her head and I'm like, April, I'm already scared. (laughs) I can't. Where we stopped it to come and do this, I had to go poop real fast. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm like wrapped in this blanket too. I'm like, I just need comfort. (laughs) so you're talking about dolls in an attic oh my it's real people ew don't say that i used to have nightmares about the my twin doll i can't do dolls oh my gosh side note real quick about dolls tanner and i were touring the maritime museum down in san diego and in one of the rooms they just like have a doll in there and i didn't know and i turned the corner i looked in i screamed so loud Like, that's the last thing I should have seen. (laughs) (laughs) Really, though? It was like an old pirate ship type thing. Anyways, in the rental. Okay, back to... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. So, at the rental, we have the footsteps. But also, my sister, Lexi. All of these things kind of happened to Lexi. Like, she has the most ghost stories. So, she was willing to let me share them here. Thanks, Lexi. Thank you. My sisters like would never sleep in their rooms. Hmm. And I think it's because they had thrifted beds that were like really gorgeous old mahogany twin beds where like the couples used to sleep separately. Okay. They did that? Yeah. Some well, people don't like Like in cuddling. the same room? Yeah. Like in the 50s and stuff, they slept in separate beds. Ugh. Not everyone, I don't think. That's like, oh, we're bunking. Like it's it's weird to me to know how many couples don't sleep in the same even bedroom. I've learned. I don't like it. Yeah, it's like cuddle your damn wife. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. So she was sleeping on or she wasn't even sleeping. I don't even know why I did the side note. <laughs> <laughs> I'm following. So yeah. She was sleeping because George Lopez came on (laughs) and you know, he comes on way late. So (laughs) she was on the rocking chair and Roxy, our dog starts growling at Lexi. Oh, the hair on Lexi's neck just starts standing on end. And then she got really cold and clammy. And then the blanket started slowly getting pulled off of her. No, no. 
No. Yeah, she's she's pretty susceptible, I think, to all these things because that happened there. And then um, another time she was in the bathtub and heard knocking and no one was messing with her. Just random things. When she's like most vulnerable, you know, like she's asleep. Yeah. She's in the bathtub. Really though? No, because there's more. That's actually a pattern I didn't even connect together because there's another one where she's like laying in bed. Oh. Oh, gross. I have chills right now. Yeah. When I called her today, I was like, give me a recap again, just so I can make sure I have like my points written down. And she's retelling me the stories. And I was like, "Mm, maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) So the little girl appears again. (gasps) My dad had lost this belt buckle that was super important to him because his dad gave it to him. He lost the belt buckle and my mom was going through her closet and there was a pile of trash on the floor, just like, you know, going through, getting rid of crap. And the little girl tells my mom to look down and she looks down and right in the middle of the pile is this belt buckle of my dad's. So then my mom started liking this little girl and started giving her name called Alice. You don't name it. Nope. That's, it's like when you name a dog or when you feed a stray cat coming back. <laughs> yep. Then my mom was like, bad things are happening. Kendall played with her tarot cards and she opened a portal in her closet. I'm like, the hell? What? Ow. So she like ruined me from tarot cards for oh. I think like 10 years until April basically talked me back into it. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. You're right. Like, <laughs> well, what a bummer though. Did anyone in your family, like your sisters or your mom, like mess with Ouija boards? Oh, no, we were never, ever allowed to do that. But my mom was like highly susceptible to like energies and feelings and hearing things and seeing things. So we kind of think that things were really attached to her because as soon as she passed away, it all stopped, basically. Really? interesting yeah real sad but yeah but like it's so interesting that she has so much energy around her but did you do you and your siblings because you said Lexi had the most experiences does she not have them anymore either um she does have some oh okay. and luckily it's kind of always outside of her house that's good it's like outside the window oh oh uh, windows <laughs> wait it is outside of the house but like there's like a barrier between her and what she's seeing now yeah. I guess that's better but when you said outside the house I'm like okay so like at the grocery store at the park you know <laughs> just things lurking in her window yeah, like just, oh no and also dreams she has dreams still So we moved to, it's our last family home that we had as all of us together and my mom being alive. So that's like it, the last family home. This is where things kind of got like worse. And I think it's because the energy with our family was just really, really negative. Like there was a lot of bad things happening with each other. And, you know, so for me, I never actually experienced anything bad in that house, which was like I'm really grateful for. Yeah. But I think it could have been because I moved out before things got really bad. Okay. You would always hear things walking around upstairs. We had a second story that was just like a game room. I had a pool table and things like that. And you could hear walking around up there. And I always assumed it was my siblings, but I found out recently that it was not them. That it was actually just like walking around. Well, then you didn't have to be scared at the time. (laughs) (laughs) 
so my big brother lives with us and he's upstairs and he's sleeping on the couch. He couldn't actually fall asleep, but he sees a shadow in the corner, the far corner of the room. He sees a shadow and as it's coming towards him, it starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger and he could no longer sleep up there. So after I moved out of that house, he moved into my room. He got sleep paralysis and this shadow comes from the closet and comes on top of him and just like hovers there and like scares the crap out of him so badly that he could not fall asleep with the lights off. Like he burnt out every single light bulb because he would not turn off the lights. Wow. It's something about the corners and the closets. (laughs) Like one, why the closet? Two, why the corner? And the crouching. Yeah. They're just obsessed with clothes. Yeah, they're like, (laughs) I really like this space. It's my safe space. This is where I put my nightgown on. (laughs) You interrupted me. And so now all I get to be is this. So thank you for that. (laughs) Makes sense to me. (laughs) It's the crouching that freaks me out, though. Why is it just huddled in the corner and then, like, consumes some, like, gets bigger and then consumes somebody? I don't understand the crouching. Well, it reminds me of Jordan's episode of Bring Your Own Booze because he described that same thing where like it was in the corner and then like a blanket like reached his arms up like this and then over. No. That's so it's similar to your brother. Yeah, it sounds the same. I don't like it. I think it's crazy how the same scenarios happen to people who one, don't even know each other Mm -hmm. and in different walks of life, but they all experience similar experiences. And it's like, what is this thing? Yeah. And why does it do it to you? Like, what is it getting out of it? For shits and giggles? I don't know. I don't know that. I don't like that. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. So Lexi, back to her. She was trying to sleep in her room and she was sleeping in the creepy bed again. She hears an old man say, help me. And she's frozen with fear. And where my little brother was, he was playing video games at the end of his bed. And through his room, he could see into hers because their doors were open. And he didn't hear the thing say, help me. But when she froze up, he felt that something was off and he looked over at her and he's like, Lexi, are you okay? Oh my gosh. He just felt that something was off. Yeah. So did she sit up and like panic? No, she just laid there. Oh, and he knew. That's so crazy. I could see like if she shot up really fast because she heard something and then he's like, are you okay? Mm -hmm. But where he just could tell something was wrong. That's a crazy intuition thing. That gives me chills for some reason. Well, that also makes me wonder, because, like, you know, like, you watch the ghost hunting shows, and, like, their EVPs that they get are things that we don't hear with our own ears. Mm -hmm. I wonder if she heard help me, and, like, he did but didn't. And so he heard help me but didn't know, like, where to place it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't there a certain clairvoyance that's, like, for, what is it called? Clairaudience. Yeah. Yeah. Like some people are more susceptible to hear things. I think mm-hmm. you were telling me this. And then some people see things. So I, I think your family has a pattern of clairs. Definitely my mom, Kyler, and Lexi and Randy all do. Who's Randy? My big brother. Okay. That's okay. I I felt like I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> I had to make sure. Yeah. They all do for sure. In that house too was when so my brother Randy had the sleep paralysis in my old bedroom mm-hmm. 
So he moves out. Kyler, my little brother, moves into that bedroom because obviously it was the bedroom to be in. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's the one to fight over. Yeah. <laughs> it had its own back door. <laughs> oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. My parents were like, we don't want to hear you coming in and out. So. <laughs> <laughs> Because right. I was in college at the time when we right. built the house. So Kyler gets that room and he has a dream. And in the dream, he hears my dad. And my dad's on the other side of the door and he's knocking on the door and he says, Kyler, let me in. And he has this feeling that it's not my dad. And he's oh. like, no, you are not my dad. And the thing's like, yes, I am. I am your dad. You need to let me in right now. And it's like just getting more and more violent and louder. Kyler felt that this thing was really evil. Yeah. And it's this dream. But to him, it felt like it was reality. And it was like a loop. He felt like he was dreaming it forever. And when he finally was able to wake up, literally, he could not eat hardly at all for like a month. He oh was messed God. up. So I don't like that at all. It was including yeah. your dad and saying, let me in. Because if, if he would have said yes, he could have opened that portal, if you want to call it that. Because you have to let them in. Yeah. Yeah, like I wonder what would have happened if he would have let him in. Yeah. Oh, that gives me chills. And that's what like upset us the most was because not only have I heard my dad's voice saying my name, he now gets the voice telling him to let him in. So it's like they're taking the person that we like, you know, kind of trust the most and using their voice. Yeah, Yeah. it's a doppelganger, but with a voice. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't like it. No, that's not good. That would no. That would f me up. That I think. Well, because they would take away your trust a little bit, you know. Yeah, like almost subconsciously, like when you hear your dad's voice after that, you're like, "Is that my dad?" You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, yeah. you probably wouldn't wouldn't dwell on it for too long, but I think after a little bit, yeah. Oh, that's so sad. If you're listening, I'm so sad <laughs> to you. So my little sister's friends used to stay at the house a lot after, you know, all of the older kids moved out and it was just my sisters and my mom there. One of their friends was sleeping upstairs in the attic on the couch, saw the same shadow, and then he started counting the footsteps that he would hear getting closer and closer to him. And he slept up there for a few nights and my mom kept telling him, she's like, I really think you should probably come sleep downstairs. I don't think you should be sleeping up there. One night he heard the footsteps, he counted them and he counted them. They got, I don't know how he would know, but I guess it sounded like it was only two steps away from him. (gasps) So he wouldn't sleep up there anymore. No, I wouldn't either. So it's like this thing is still happening to others. Yeah. So it's not just those who are sensitive. It's the house. Well, we think it's the energy that was attached to whatever my mom had. Because oh. like I like she was susceptible, you know, yeah. to seeing. And I think they just kind of attached to her. Yeah, I, I think I've heard before and I don't remember where. But like if you have a sensitivity like that, things are drawn to you knowing that you can communicate with them in some way and they have something they want to say and they know you can hear it or that you're someone that they can communicate with in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it seems like whatever was in that house is very intense. It was like pushed yes. way in. I agree. And it got violent too. It, it According to my little sisters, it started grabbing their friends' hair and their shoulders and it would yank a shower curtain open here and there in different bathrooms. What? Whoa. 
my sister's boyfriend heard the little girl as he was leaving the house. It said something to him and he can't remember what, but it scared him so much that he basically like ran to his car because he was like terrified. Yikes. That's heavy. You just don't know what it wanted. Like what was its intention? Mm -hmm. The intention Mm -hmm. that we keep talking about. Yeah. What's the intention of all these things that are happening? Yeah. And my little sister said that there was like things attached to her bed and whatever it was used to tell my mom that Lexi was theirs and all these things. No. Wait a second. Wait a second. It said that Lexi was theirs. Yeah. Do you remember Tori's episode? Do you remember when she said that whatever said that it said, I want you? Mm -hmm. What is that whole thing about where it's like Mm. they want that person to be theirs, but for why? Yeah. What does that mean? Like for a possession thing? I don't understand. So where's that bed now? No clue. It is gone. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. The crazy thing is too, I totally forgot. In her room, this is not quite like paranormal related, but her bed was in her room and this is how she got rid of her bed. This is a brand new house, mind you. It was like a few years old at that point. My dad built it and everything. So in her room, it like flooded. Oh. The ceiling came down in parts of her room. And because so much water came through, that's how she got rid of her bed. Huh. It needed a new owner. Oh. She was all used up. It was like, we're not getting anywhere with this bitch. Let's move on. I hope I hope it went to the dumpster. It was a gorgeous bed though, so I'm kind of thinking someone probably has it. Oh, they no. dumpster dived for it. If anyone has that bed, burn it. <laughs> burn it now. Spray it with holy water hoses. <laughs> well, basically, you should have interviewed Lexi because now I'm telling all of her stories. <laughs> no, this is good. It's it's crazy how it's like in the family though. Yeah, your mom had the sensitivity and Lexi seems to have the most sensitivity out of all yeah. of them, but it just seems like there's some kind of clairvoyancy with your family line of some way. Yeah. I wonder yeah. If it's genetic or something. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah, maybe. Well, I guess if we're going to talk about my mom for a second, <laughs> so <laughs> she also would have dreams, right? Uh-huh. I know that there was one dream that she told me years later because I was too little to understand, but she had a dream. Her and my dad were looking at buying homes and in her dream, they moved into this home and I was like four or five and a ghost got attached to me, but it like wasn't good. It was like really bad. So then the next day her and my dad went to go look at houses and she had told my dad about the dream. Well, they went to go look at houses and they pulled up to the exact house that was in her dream. What? They did get out of the car. Kyler was with them. I think he was only two and he was walking around the house. They wouldn't go inside. They were walking around the house and Kyler was just like, this is bad. As a two-year-old would say like, yeah. So they left. (laughs) I can't believe she saw that exact house. Like that is insane to me. Yeah. She was super sensitive to that kind of stuff. Wow. That's like so fascinating to me. That's so crazy. Like deja vu, but she's so much more in tune to it. Yeah. That's That's freaking crazy. Um, So then the very last one I have is that we have a storage unit that's both my grandparents things and my mom's things. And it's all combined. And me and my three siblings, we have to go through it all the time, basically, Mm -hmm. because there's like two households, 50 years worth of stuff 
in a storage unit. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were going through it and we come across, um, we come across a lot of old things and there was one old box and this particular item was in my mom's house. It's a very old hairdryer, the type that could easily catch fire and it has caught fire before and you can see the burn marks on it. That was in a box and with it was a very old Bible, which I read recently, you are not supposed to take really old Bibles. Like they're not good. Really? Yeah. I follow like a thrift page and they're like, nope, that's one thing you don't do. I wonder why. Leave the Bibles alone. Well then, okay. So if you're at a hotel and you see a Bible, what do you do? Well, how many people have opened it realistically? (laughs) I heard something that the Bibles in the hotel rooms are to prevent suicides. Really? Yeah. I think that's supposed to be like a prevention thing. Like this is something if you're in that headspace for you to have access to something that might help you out of that. Like last solution. Yeah. Whoa. I didn't know that. I I don't remember where I heard that, but I remember hearing that somewhere. And then like every time I see a Bible in a hotel room, I like want to slip like happy thoughts (laughs) in there, you know? Yeah. Oh, I've never thought of that. Because I always thought, oh, these people must really like religion. (laughs) Right. right. Yeah, I wonder why, though, like the thrifty Bibles, I wonder why there's negative energy connected to those. Yeah. What is it? Like, don't you think the Bible would be like like holy water, but paper? Maybe it's because someone gave it away. Or it could have been maybe the people's like thoughts and emotions going into when they read the Bible. Maybe it was some really heavy stuff and the Bible could have saved them. But what if it like absorbed some of the bad things? Like tarot cards where they can like hold on to like the energies from previous readings. That's why you should clear your deck. Oh, that that makes sense. That makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we go through this box and all of us, I actually don't think I touched the items because there's something about it that's always creeped me out. I can't do old things. Um, But my sister went home and that night she had a dream that something evil was extremely mad at her because she didn't take an item home from the storage unit. Mm -hmm. And so she calls me the next day and she's like, I had a dream last night. But she's like, there's something really bad in the storage unit that really wanted one of us to take it home. I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> but she's like, I have no clue what it was, but I know it's one of the older items. And so I instantly was like, it's the hairdryer. Like, it has to be the hairdryer. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's something that's like, I don't know, just dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a reason that the hairdryer was held on to? Like, was it like an antique or like a special... I think it's just more like antique. My my mom liked old things. Okay. Mm. And so did my grandma. Gotcha. I think it was one of the early models. Mm. So I don't know where it caught fire or who it caught fire from. Right. Like maybe it was one of my, like a great grandma or something's hair dryer. Oh. I remember it actually being on the entertainment center in my parents' house. It wasn't just like one of those junk drawer type things. It was like an actual antique yeah displayed okay yeah but that's interesting though that it was there to like witness everything or to like absorb the energy because you said like there was bad energy yeah for sure Hmm. crazy but now that like I'm thinking about it it's like I'm very curious on how it even got from the entertainment center to the box that it's currently in oh 
because from what it, what I thought when I looked at it was that it was one of my grandparents' older boxes that no one's opened for a long time. Oh. I'll have to confirm or deny when I see the box again. <laughs> uh, we all kind of refuse to go touch it now. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would take one of those grabby things, take the box, move it. Well, me and my sister were like, we should let Kyler take care of it because he's a return missionary and he goes to church every Sunday, so... There you go. He's, he's the holiest. <laughs> yeah, he's the holiest. Yeah, he has the armor of God, so and yeah. can penetrate that. <laughs> Report back. Yeah. Pray a lot. Uh, you'll be fine. Yeah. And she has not been back to the storage unit since. It's been me, Kyler, and Avery that's gone constantly. And she did have a dream about my mom once where the thing was trying to tell her it was my mom, but it wasn't. So really? after your mom had passed? Yeah. Oh, um, that's, that's effed up. Mm-mm. Yeah. So it's like the thing was like, hey, well, if you don't believe I'm your dad, maybe you think I'm your mom. <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. That makes me angry. Yeah. You know, like what how manipulative yeah i don't like i would want to go find that demon (laughs) and choke him out (laughs) yeah like you don't you don't do that oh that's so Mm. sad i don't like that i think that's so manipulative that it's like scary like it'll do anything to tug at your heartstrings to get you yeah to let them in like but why? And what's creepy is that it knows what you would respond to, you know? Like, that's what's And creepy. who we want. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and Avery has some stories, too, but um, hers is mainly, like, she would see a lot of shadows. And she also saw the little girl when they were having that sleepover and they woke up. How many girls were in that sleepover? Four. So my two little sisters, mm -hmm, they all woke up and looked at her, but they all thought each other was asleep. Wow. I think when there's more eyewitnesses to one experience, that solidifies it for me. Yeah. 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 So juicy, these stories. They feel like, they feel like horror movies. Yeah. I feel like I don't need to finish Annabelle. We don't need to finish (laughs) Annabelle. I'm, I'm spooked enough. I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) Will I sleep? That's probably not going to happen. I will turn on every light on the way to my room. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, Kendall. I'm just glad that you guys don't experience it in your head. Yeah, knock yeah, on wood. Seriously. I mean, sucks for Lexi, but you <laughs> like you don't have to deal with that constant worry that you're gonna experience something. Well, I feel like I'd be paranoid to take anything from the storage unit. Do you feel yeah. paranoid taking anything? No. That's good. Because I know most of it was all just like if I knew it was my mom's and my grandma's and it was like kind of sentimental to them, it feels more love than yeah, that's good. Sense. That's good. Because I have taken home a lot of stuff from that storage unit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good though that's good that you it's just the hair dryer i would just yeah. burn it well it's already tried to burn itself <laughs> yeah right i mean yeah maybe it's not the solution <laughs> yeah. i'm i'm pretty jittery about where the box is located mm. i really kind of dread going over to that corner because we did put it in a corner 
<laughs> it's got to be that then. It has to be. Yeah. Maybe we'll donate it and then whoever <laughs> picks it up and decides that's not to be donated. Can be the same person that has the bed. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I'm blocking out. Right. <laughs> Look at all these antiques I'm collecting. <laughs> exactly. Why do they keep moving around? I don't know. <laughs> so far, that's it. Hopefully, that's it for the rest of my life. My goodness. I feel very unsettled. <laughs> I I don't like the experiences your siblings have had all collectively together. I'm sure there was more crap that's happened, but hopefully done now. Yeah. I have high hopes. (laughs) I do too. And you guys are in the clear. Oh, for sure. Yeah, hopefully I didn't pull something in by talking about it but <laughs> just yeah. say a little or just manifest some good thoughts or yeah. something I don't know well it's the full moon tonight so you know you know something's bound to happen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something's happening <laughs> well thanks well, Kendall you're welcome thank you for having me sorry yeah. if we ruined your night <laughs> no this was super fun I was excited because I love listening to your guys's podcast and the banter you two have oh, I'm like this you. is gonna be so fun just constantly interrupting you <laughs> making a fool of ourselves do you want to do our outro oh you can find us at hauntandcold.com or instagram at hauntandcold podcast and if you have stories for us to listen to or talk about uh email us at stories at hauntandcold.com can i do it yeah all right kindle well thank you so much <sighs> thank you oh should we do our okay bye together yeah do you want to do the mk bye with us okay yeah all right okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay bye, bye. bye.